0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
1: details. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve. Cole. Hey everybody,
2: welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 195. Today we're gonna pull back that curtain a little bit at teachhoops.com, and we're gonna talk with one of the members about building a program, about youth, about all the all the questions that you probably have as a coach. But before we get started, I wanna thank our sponsor, Dr. Dish, they have been, they have, they've sponsored us the entire month, we're coming up on the end of it, um, but I'm so thankful for the company that they've been able to step in. And they're a mark. If you are in the market for a shooting machine, these are the people for you. They really are. Um, not only the technology, not only the versatility, but just they're innovative. Um, they're always changing their machines, making them better. I, I can see that from the old machine to this machine, all the things that they have done to make it better. Go over and check them out. Dr. Dish. Um, also make sure if you're liking these podcasts to go leave a review, we love the reviews. Um, I see every one of them. I try to respond to as many as I can. And the last thing is make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial. Um, There's nothing else on the web like it. You know, It's it's the Netflix for coaches, but it has me. It has one-on-one calls. It has office hours. Netflix doesn't have that. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get off to the podcast. All right, coach. Uh, So introduce yourself. We just... Just met 30 sure. seconds ago. So, introduce yourself, where you coach, yep. <laughs> uh, what you do, and uh, we'll go from there.
1: Uh, so, my name is Pat O'Connor. Um, I am a basketball coach, um, actually, at the smallest public high school in Massachusetts uh, for three years. Um, I took a year off or couldn't be a head coach. I, I'm a math teacher as well. Uh, middle school, seventh grade, yep.
2: All right, I'm a math and
1: teacher. Day. so uh, I had to, for teaching certifications, had to spend a year doing grad school. So I went back to my alma mater and was an assistant coach there okay. for a year. Um, I kind of knew my high school coach was on his way out and eventually and okay. was perfect. He resigned about a month ago, and he's giving his recommendation to have me take over as the okay. varsity coach. So. So your head oh, spinning
2: your your head is literally spinning right now. I, I <laughs> uh, yeah. no, it's
1: crazy. I'm just trying to get prepared. Right, uh, it's my second time, and my first time was an amazing experience. Yep. Uh, however, I I really like. Um, I, I want to have a a program like I don't want to just coach the team. Do you know what I mean? Yep, um, I do. I tried to do that at my last school. We were able to do it for a few years. Um, It just wasn't the right district time and place for me where I think that was going to be accomplished. Right. Um, It wasn't a lot of continuity from the youth program to the high school program. And I tried to generate that, but they really weren't. I don't think they were really interested in that. Right. Okay. Low number so
2: okay so look, i'm going to get a piece of paper cuz i have a bunch of questions that just popped into my head um okay. so a couple things that i'm so yep. we're in massachusetts first of all that just has nothing to do with my questions but we're oh, in
1: massachusetts well right outside of Worcester, mass
2: okay uh,
1: it, yep it, i live in spencer massachusetts so i live in the town where i'm going for the coaching job
2: okay okay um uh, very good um so you've gotten the job or you're applying for the job
1: i'm a, well they haven't posted it yet um I'm, con- I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. You know, I'm pretty positive I'm going to get the job. Done, okay, you know, it's a done deal. But I just, in case that happens, I'm in that, like you said, my head is spin- spinning. I'm in that time period where there's nothing really I can do because they haven't posted it yet. I've been in contact with the athletic director. Okay. But I'm just so
2: this is good. This is perfect for the other people that are going to listen to this in the community. So a couple things. So you're going to have to go through an interview. Do you have? Have you, have you come up with like a philosophy? Have you come up with like a plan? So um,
1: right, right when I joined T- Teach Hoops two weeks ago, okay. I uh, went through your whole folder. I created my own. Perfect. Um, I'm going to bring a binder.
2: Yep. And um, go and, and, and go through all those questions. And, and what I tell people too, um, because I'm I'm starting to look for D three jobs, so I'm I'm th- my head's kind of spinning on this too. But you kind of have to every time a question pops in your head, you got to write it down and then right. have someone else ask them to you. Um, it's yeah. different just and you know just reading on the computer and going blah blah blah, and then answering it is different than you sitting across from them and answering it. Right. Um, there's a pacing and something to it. I don't know. It's just I've read a couple of books on interviews, and that's the key. Um, yeah is that kind of that 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 pacing, you know, how you how you kind of word the entire thing. Um so that's perfect. So that's good. So I'm I'm happy about that. I for, I love the East Coast. Um it. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Um yeah. I, my my brother my brother still lives out there and went to school out there and I went to school out there. It's great. I love it. Miss it. Where did you go to school? I went to Dartmouth. I got my I went, I got my masters at Dartmouth and my oh. and my smarter brother, if he's listening to this, um got his undergrad at Dartmouth and got his MBA at Harvard um oh, wow. yeah so he lives in uh he lives in new hampshire so um oh, cool. yeah yeah i applied so by the time this goes by the time this gets on the community won't matter but i applied for the vassar job i won't get a call back
1: vassar oh yep um so a friend of mine i, I did coach in d3 for a year as an assistant okay yeah uh, And uh, yeah it's just crazy how everything connects and my friend is an assistant ending his grad assistant at catholic university Okay, He was going to go be an assistant at Vassar until the coach got hired. I forget where he got. Gettysburg. He went to Gettysburg.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: So it's crazy how that whole world. Oh, it's all. And it's
2: like, I think, I I mean, I'm going to let the community know how this all works out, but it's crazy. I think you got to hire somebody. I think I got to get like, I think I got to hire somebody. Like a consultant. Right.
1: Right. Well, that's what I'm doing with you right now.
2: (laughs) Right. No, but I mean, I think for that next, I mean, I think for the big boys, like if you're a power. I mean, those guys, I get it. Yeah. it's just. I mean, I think I'm going to need that just to open a door. I need the door open is what I need. Um, but I'm pretty selective on the kind of schools I want to go to. (laughs) I would want to go to a really good academic school. Um, yeah, but anyway, so let's get back to you. So, um, so Um, what, uh, so, so philosophy's done. So you think about that. Um, so what, what are you, do you, do you have an idea of how you're going to map out the, um, kind of the youth building, building the program. Let's go back to the program question. What's your biggest thing on that?
1: Well, my, my biggest thing is, um, so it, it's tough because this is a, this is my alma mater and this is where I live. And, and one of the questions you asked in your podcast was like, you know, like the schools that you could potentially coach at. And, and for me, this is not gonna, this is not a great situation, but it's one that I know it's not a great situation. And my goal is to turn it around. Um, so the youth, I, I believe, I, I wanted to get some info on how. How did you start your youth program? Like, yep. Yeah,
2: so, how, so tell me. So tell me. Give me some background on the community that we're talking about. So, how big of a community? Okay. How many elementary schools? How many middle schools? Is it one, one high school?
1: Yep, one high school, one elementary school, or two element. Well, an elementary and a middle. So they have one to four, five to eight, and then nine through twelve. Small town. Okay. Um, High school, I want to say probably only oh, 200 boys maybe, 220 boys,
2: very okay. small. Um, um, what else do they do in the winter, other than play basketball?
1: Basketball and track, that's it, just basketball and track.
2: Okay, um, so and you're gonna be in the middle school, not in the high school?
1: No, so I don't even teach in this district, unfortunately.
2: Okay. So yeah, you're, you, <laughs> I'm
1: trying. Yeah. It, it's crazy. I'm trying to get there, but there's just no math. There, there's no jobs available right
2: now. Right. And that's, that, that's even harder in the smaller districts. Cause there's like two math teachers, you know, that's it. I, I you teach, know, teach at school. Yeah. I teach at school of 2000 and there's 17 of us, wow. you know? Yeah. 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 So, okay. So you've got, you've got some bigger hurdles. They're all doable, but I think you've got some bigger hurdles. Um, yeah. so, uh, so the, do you have any idea of talking? This is, this is literally the very intriguing to me. So anyway, I'm sorry if I just thought it's very, this is, this is awesome. I love this. Okay. okay. So um, do you have any idea when the hiring process will be started and won't be finished?
1: Um, they said, they told the booster club, my neighbors are on the booster club. I mean, okay. The schools, and they said within two weeks, we wanted to have a coach hired.
2: And when was that?
1: That was, last Thursday so <laughs>
2: okay I don't know so, so that puts us in the beginning of June do they have do you do stuff in the summer or has the past coach done stuff in the summer
1: yeah well he he. there's a summer league or, or where they do a good job with it it's the, all the local teams are in the summer league that's really it in Massachusetts I don't know I, okay. I heard you talk about workouts Massachusetts we're not allowed to coach our kids in the off season whatsoever
2: really none zero
1: None. You can coach AAU if you have less than 50%, and you cannot have more than two players from your team on the court at the same time. So, (laughs) my last job, at my last job, I had an AAU team of – and I don't love AAU, but it was the only way I could get to my guys. So, I had ten kids, and I had five and five. Five from my school, five random, and I was not allowed to play to any two kids from my school at the same time.
2: That is, a, that is that, I mean, I, that, that, that is a, oh my God. I, yeah, I'm just, crazy.
1: everyone uh, complains about it all the time. No, oh has about I'm telling
2: you, I'm going to, there's just no, I mean, I can get you started on our association. It would take me like three days. It's like, there's just <laughs> it any common sense with some of these rules. Right.
1: right. No, like it's
2: our, kind of, our big one right now is we're, we wanted to go to this national tournament, which we won two years ago. Well, now they said we can't go because there's 16 teams rather than eight. Wow. I go, what? Well, yeah. it, 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 the rule, what's the difference between 8 and 16? If you tell me I can't go, I can't go because you don't want us playing out of the state. But right. that's not what you're saying. You're saying it because there's. it just makes no sense. Okay. So are you going to be able to do that this summer if you get the job?
1: Uh, Well, AU's right. be
2: done.
1: Uh, AU's almost, yeah, we're in the middle of AU. So I, right. I, I didn't do it ahead of time because that's, uh, that's a big commitment in case I didn't get the job. I mean, right. I'm confident I'm going to do that. That was a little much, and he hadn't resigned yet. So
2: <laughs> okay, okay. So so you're going to be a little bit behind the eight ball. So you, a lot of what you're going to have to do this summer is going to be on you, and not necessarily development, maybe, right? Okay. So so that might be about building relationships with those other three schools, is what I would say. Because I'm mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to when I built my program, I had a great assistant who kind of started the program, and then I kind of kept it going. Mm-hmm. So you need to get out. You you basically need to you need to work on your single A, double A, and triple A at this point. Right. This summer, because I mean, this summer is like, can you open the gym and they can shoot and that kind of stuff, right?
1: Well, we haven't done that before. That's when one written down is one of my questions for the interview at the end. Can I do this? Because can I open the gym and just let them shoot? Like, I'm not allowed to be in the gym. Oh, you're not? No, I can open it, but I'm not allowed to be physically in the gym. So another adult has to go in there. Yeah. (laughs) MIA. Okay.
2: Another adult, not on your staff
1: uh yes yes
2: okay so okay
1: <laughs> i think there's some room to work there
2: i do um, too i i well i what, what i would do is find another coach too and just swap right
1: right like that's no, what i know. would do
2: if i was in that situation i'd find a friend in our league and say okay i will come watch your guys you come watch my guys
1: right that's not, it, you that's know. what's Teams have done in summer. Some schools I've seen like the boys. Since you coach the boys, coach will coach the girls, and the summer and the girls coach coach the boys. Right? So they don't have a, the girls' position is open supposedly as well right now, so that's not an option. But okay, I hear that type of idea. Okay,
2: so so I think I think you got to work on. I mean, um, can you do anything outside of basketball with your group?
1: Um, you can't. If-
2: Oops, I lost him here. You froze, coach. All right, so w- the question I asked him was, could he do something outside of um, outside of his season or outside of the the specific basketball season? Okay, coach, I lost you. Go ahead.
1: You're back. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Go ahead. Say it again.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, so it's just you can't have a ball. You can do, like, workouts. Um, you can do, like, weightlifting. You're not allowed to use a basketball with the kids.
2: You can do that yes okay so i would do I for, so something can can you go can you can you have them over out and grill out can you do that kind of stuff yeah yeah, can,
1: yeah you can do that.
2: can you put them in a room and talk about your philosophy can you do team building stuff
1: yep you can do that stuff you just can't have a basket
2: okay so i would I would, I would i would start mapping out that stuff so so i would think your summer with this group is going to be about relationship building and obviously you're going to do skill stuff and try to figure out the shooting stuff we'll get to the youth stuff in a second but i I'm more worried about you trying to get into, if you get the job into next season, how can you be successful? So I think you got to try to figure out how to spend as much time as possible with them, non-basketball related. So weight training, conditioning, team building, I don't know, take them to a water park, I don't know, Mm -hmm. water balloon, whatever it is you want, whatever they are into that you can do with them, I think is really important. Um, mm-hmm. is, And I've said this on my podcast how, how important it is for me to be in the gym with my guys this summer because I can because our mm-hmm. rules changed. It's just about us, it's that it's that relationship building, especially as I get older, it's even more important because um, I can't talk to them like I w- could when I was in my 30s. So right. um, it was just on different levels. So the, I would do that. So going back to the youth thing, I think it's really important for you to get out this summer. Is school out there? Is school get out yet?
1: No, June twenty third.
2: Okay, so if you get the, so if you get the job, I would try to get out to the elementary's middles, the other three schools, and figure out how you can get out there. This how you, I mean, run a free clinic. Can Mm -hmm. we have an open gym? Can I run a three on three thing? How can I start getting to my single A, double A, and triple A kids now so they see me. They, you know. Um, we can talk about stuff to do during the season, and you know the youth night, having come to practice, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I think you got to start building. You you got to find basketball players now when the right. NBA finals are going on, yeah. when they're thinking about camps, all that kind of stuff. Um, right. Is I think big before we get to the point of you know how do you build a youth program? How do you find teams? How do you find coaches? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think as soon as you get the job, you got to start reaching out to the FIED teachers. I don't know how Massachusetts works. Middle schools and elementary's. Do they have leagues? All that kind of stuff. Whatever they do, you got to reach out to the to the to the movers and shakers at those levels and say, "How you know? I just want to help you. How can I help you? Um, right. I'm not looking to make a buck. I'm not looking to do anything like that. I'm just here to help you. Can I run a free clinic? Can I do a Saturday morning little dribblers thing? you mm-hmm. we'll buy T-shirts. We'll you know give them pops. Whatever it is. But you just got to you got to get them to the point where they want to play for you. Um, right. And that's going to take, you know, I'm a, you're, this is going to be the interesting part. It's a six to seven, everything I've read it's six to seven years to turn the thing. Yeah. Um, I've seen it. Yeah. Everything I've read says, I mean, you can get lucky, but yeah. you got to get those fifth, sixth graders going. I want to play basketball. I want to play basketball. I want to play basketball. Right. Um, how can I get better? Because then, when you get those groups of really good athletes coming along, you're not losing them to baseball, you're not losing them to football, in the sense that I want them playing all those things. But you're not like, I want to be a basketball player, you know? Yeah, um, yeah then
1: that, That's really my goal. I want. I, I just want to promote it as much as possible. And
2: it. it, it. I, I use it as a circus analogy. You gotta. You gotta be the ringmaster. You basically got to be the barker. Look at, look at the, all the shiny things. You just got to try to get them into the tent. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
2: you know, seriously, I mean, especially when you take over a program. When I took over the Memorial one, they had had like six winning seasons in like 40 years. We were horrible. And yeah. I just basically had to make it where they wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I got some really talented kids, but it, that's not why we won. We won because I got the other kids that were like, ooh, I want to try that. I want to be that too. Um, yeah. And that's where your high school kids – you know, you, you can't, you know, during the season, maybe you have a Saturday morning or something where the high school kids come and run an hour clinic for the middle school elementary kids Yeah. before your practice, then they start looking up to them, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I agree. I agree.
2: Okay. What else? Does that make sense?
1: Uh, what's that?
2: Does that make sense? I said. Yeah, no, it make, yeah. makes a okay. lot of sense. I
1: mean, confirms a lot of my what I've heard from you on your podcast and, you know, my own thoughts as well.
2: So okay. That sounds great. But you, but you got to start a spreadsheet. You got to start mapping this stuff out. Or like I said earlier, I think your head's going to explode.
1: No, it's, <laughs> it's already exploding. Cause we only have so much time and it's been so like, where should I start is the hardest part. Like I yep. know how to do it, but it's like, where should I start? And I, it's sort of like,
2: do you have anybody, is there a youth, is there anything established there already? Yeah.
1: There is a youth travel basketball program, and it's it's not like AAU travel, it's just the town travel, they play other towns. Um, so I've reached out to them, and it I'm not the coach yet, so I, I've, I had already reached out to them because I was trying to get ahead. And um, just about me working out with guys and so on and so forth, and they were not, they, they weren't as excited as I had hoped.
2: Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying this as much as I can. Make sure you uh, leave a review, we would love those reviews. We would also like um, a five-star if you could do that. We'd also like if you to go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. And what I said in the intro is true. It is Netflix for basketball coaches, but better than Netflix. Netflix, you don't have a person. Netflix, you can't ask questions. Netflix, you can't um, interact with a community like we do at teachhoops.com. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get back to the podcast.
1: Um, but I, I wonder if that's because I'm not the head coach yet. Right. I'm hoping I'm going to be a little more aggressive when, if, and when I do get this job. Yes.
2: Yep. So I think that's, I think that's the first thing I think that, yes. So what I would do is, so I, I'm a big post-it guy. Um, Mm -hmm. So um, even before my podcast and stuff, that's the way I do it. I'll sit in my, I'll sit in this office, I'll close the door and for 30 minutes, I'll write down things I think I want to talk about other than my interviews and stuff. So I think what you need to do is just start everything that you think is going to be important over the next six to 12 months Mm -hmm. and i you can do this on a spreadsheet whatever but i use post-its and i literally do it for 10 minutes and then i stop for five minutes then i come Mm -hmm. back and i do it for another 10 minutes and then i prioritize because otherwise it's like oh my god i and i coach i coach a fall sport and a winter sport and i have no gap in between the two seasons oh wow so it's crazy so i have to have everything kind of I have a special Google map. I have a special Google account, like with a special email where I just put all that stuff in. So what you should do is, okay, I'm going to assume the interview is going to be in the next two weeks. I got to get the job first. So I think your entire focus should be interview, focus, answering questions. How can I get it? Because then, then when you get done with that and if you get the job, then you can go, okay, my first thing is, and I hate to say it, your this summer is about your boys and the people that are coming back next year.
1: Right, um, right.
2: I think that's got to be your your laser focus. And then, mm-hmm. so everything that you're planning for the next three months has to be how can I help my team? How can we build for next year? And then, as that kind of winds down, the summer winds down because I'm do you have football? Do they play football? Is that yeah, we have
1: football. Yes. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I think
2: August, September, September October yeah. is um where you and i could maybe sit down and figure out okay we want to run this offensively we want to run this defensively we want to do this but then yeah. we're sitting then we start thinking about okay now i can start wrapping around youth cuz i've already built these relationships mm-hmm. the boys know i'm here cuz you can't do all of this you no. can't do your kids you can't worry about what you're going to run you can't worry about the youth it's too much so I think you got to prioritize and then maybe the fall, maybe you say once school starts, okay, now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to those people that are the movers and shakers with the youth. But mm-hmm. then in the, in come August or I don't know, the end of August when people start getting back into school mode, hey, I want to help out. Is there something we can do in the fall as far as helping? So I think you got to prioritize. One is get the job. Two is what are we going to do with the boys this summer? Three is figuring out what, (laughs) what, how practice is going to look, what we're going to do and when. And then four is the youth. So I know that you thinking that the train needs to go toward the youth, but I would put youth fourth, (laughs) um, just because you got to figure out, you know, how this school, I mean, I know you came through it, but it's still different because you're running the ship. Um, you know, does that make sense?
1: No, it makes a lot of sense. And I mean, you know, I, I think out of the four, three, the what we're going to do, I having experience being a coach, you know, for your specific season, I think that's the easiest part. So I Yeah, and I
2: think it will be too. But do you, and do you feel like you know the group that's coming back?
1: Yeah, I mean, I okay. was an assistant for okay. them last year. I was on the staff last year. So I I don't have a great relationship with them. I mean, it it was hard to go from being a head coach to an assistant again. I, I, I liked it because I love my head coach who I got to be under right. and play played for in high school and you know, I'm know love learning. That's my favorite right. part, um, but th- I didn't really get to know the guys that well. But it was almost strategic because I wanted to wait until it, it was a small introduction, my relationship with them this year because this upcoming year is when I'm really gonna get to know the guy and I, I, I said I had saw this coming. So. Right,
2: and I think you're, for, especially for the people that are listening to this, uh, in the community stuff, they might not have the, they might've gotten a job and don't have, you have a blessing of, you know, maybe you can move four up faster. If you feel like, you know, what we're, what we're, our strength is. on mm-hmm. my walk last night. I was actually thinking about like, I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do a lesson on picking an offense because it's That's really, true. you probably know, you probably know what you want to run, but the person that comes into a program, they got to see, you know, are we big? Are we small? Can we go fast? Can we go slow? There's so it's many fun. variables. Yeah, um, that's,
1: that, that's what I'm battling right now. It's like, I want to, I'm saying I want to run a program, but then I'm thinking like, you know, do we play Dick Bennett man to man, but we're tiny. We have no one that's like six feet. How are we going to match up?
0: <laughs> well, I wanna,
1: that's what I <laughs> want it to look like, but it's like,
2: right. Right. And I've said this a thousand times. It's like, you got to pick, you know, what you do this year, you might not do in three years. Like, right. you know, that's where, like, I think you got to be, I and mean, this is where, like, this is why I go for walks every night with my dog because I'm, I'm thinking about this kind of stuff. Um, I think you got to do two things. I think the first thing is you got to figure out your offense and then you got to figure out your defense. I think it's in two big buckets. Right. So offensively, what is your strength? You know, you know, can you get shoot? Can you go fast? Um, right. can, you, can you screen? W- where are you offensively? And then the second part is what do I have come back defensively? This is the these are the two things that I'm working through with my team. It's like and we're not as good a scoring team as we need to be. So this summer we gotta get shots up and we gotta become a better scoring team. So then maybe Mm -hmm. we can run A, B, and C. Defensively, where are we gonna you know, that's not gonna change as much. I think defense is much easier than offense. It's like
1: oh it definitely is, yeah.
2: Yeah, I know what kind of size I have, I know what kind of athletes I have, I know what we can do and what we can't do. So then I can Put it in. I think it's the offensive part that um, – and you probably know what's coming and what's not coming.
1: Now, um, just another question, I, and I haven't listened to your uh, Rick Torbett podcast. Oh,
2: God, it's great. I'm getting him on again in the next <laughs> two months. He's so good. <laughs>
1: now, now, do you run the read and react? Before? I do,
2: but I modified it. So if you go, I, yeah, the, I heard you say that. Yeah. yeah, you go in the community. I've narrowed it down to five layers. It's no lie. When you listen to the podcast, I make Rick laugh like four times because he's got like sixty-eight layers. Right. It's, it's, it's like
1: too, I, we're never going to achieve that. We can't.
2: <laughs> we run. We if we run five things really well, we'll win most games. It's kind of my. Um,
1: now, are you guys using the hook, look, and hold too against the zone?
2: Uh, we're not. We run. We run read and react, and then we run. First of all, become shooters, and you got you taking care of the zone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that was my. It's so funny. I, you know, I I came across teachers researching, but uh, when I my last job, we had nobody that could shoot. So I would like Google how to get a layup against the zone without anybody that can shoot.
2: <laughs> and what did you and find?
1: It, like nothing. <laughs> but it was so hard. I mean, we we had a few little misdirections, and we would score on them. But then you can only run once. Because right.
2: You, right. You, right. You, and 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 there's some stuff. Um, and the next time we talk, I'll show you some stuff with a, like a high low. We run like something mm-hmm. called. There's a different. There's there's sets. I I you know I run the read and react first against it, and then I have other. Um, I have other structured more. I don't want to say they're, they're not flex, but they're they're more of a um continuity type of offense. Um, when you
1: when you say read and react, do you mean the man just the yeah read the
2: man react. read and react? We 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 cut people through a lot. Um, um zones don't like movement from side to side and <laughs> zones zones do not like that at all and they don't like they don't like cutters they don't like screening they don't like movement um right. when right. the ball goes from side to side uh um, but you got you know and then you don't have a shot clock right massachusetts
1: we do we do 30 seconds yeah
2: it's 30 seconds holy up. crap <laughs> um i know i know um i know rhode island has one too um we're, it's coming for us, but I've been fighting it off. Because funny, then, go yeah,
1: ahead. Uh, it's funny. I, you, I've heard your podcast when you were like begging for a shot clock, and um, my old high school coach. Yeah, I remember bringing an article of a score, and he was a big uh, Ben guy, and we played tough man to man, just like hedged on screens, smashed guys. And he would bring in an article of like a 4-2 score in like Maine or New Hampshire. I don't know what it is. And talk about how much he loved it because <laughs> it was right. so slow. Right. But, 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 the, but the problem
2: is, okay, so this is the stats teacher in me. He brings the 4-2, to two, but that's like one game out of 780,000 right. right. high school games.
1: It, it was more of a joke. And he, he right. was a defensive guy, but even he agreed that he loved the shot clock
2: right yeah so it'll be interesting but so um yes so some zone stuff so yeah i that's harder it's definitely harder
1: the continuity is i find i mean i find it's easy to find great like little wrinkles that will get you a bucket but how, you can't run more than three. Like how many, can we ask these kids to memorize? You know what I mean? Like you
2: can't, you can't. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, do you, will you zone or will you, man, if you're six foot, you're going to have to zone some,
1: I want to play man, but I think we're going to have to. play
2: a lot. And you, we can talk about some tweaks on man, like pushing baseline, um, yeah. and then trapping in the corner. Um, mm-hmm. We, we we've we we've experimented with some stuff where we over we basically set a whole line and we basically push you to a like a box on the baseline like if you get it on the side we're just keeping you over there unless you skip it and then when you get it over there we're just gonna live so there's some zone principles but it's also some man it's not a pack um right. but it's like we're just gonna we're just gonna keep and it freaks teams out because when you push them on that sideline then the the help is Here, let me show you what I'm talking about. It's um, because you can see uh, and my drawing on this is anything but great. But um, so, oops, let me move this up. Um, make this nice and big. Um, so if I draw it like this, and the ball's here, I and so this guy has the ball. And he's defending. So I'm defending, and I'm pushing him. I'm literally overplaying him and pushing him this way. This guy has to be really up the line defensively. So he, the only thing that's going to kill you is that dribble if you're pushing him side. But then we basically push him to this corner. And then if they skip it, we're basically saying, we're going to keep you. It's like a, it's like a, a line here. And we're just going to push you to that baseline. Teams don't like that. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a tweak on a zone. And then these other guys got to be over in the, you know, like the pack, like the total help, um, yeah. but they basically can't do anything with it. It gives it some really good looks, um, but you got to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, yeah,
1: uh, that, that's my biggest struggle with uh, having to play zone is I just don't, I, I just don't know, like, I just don't teach zone as well. Like I, 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 I there's so many breakdowns of man to man that make your practices competitive and the kids learn. Yep. They get, I, I can yep. see them get progress. It's such a great thing to see the kids get better every day. And it's from playing man to man playing zone. I just don't have those. little. And that's
2: because you don't have it. So, so let, w- w- that's a great, I'm glad you said that. So that, that's something I should do in the, in the community too. So because literally every, every, Every zone, almost every zone, once it gets below the free throw line, basically becomes a 2-3 zone. Right. And, and the drops are basically the same. And mm-hmm. the man principles are all there. It's actually easier to teach a zone than it is to teach man. Um, right. Once you've taught the man principles. So um, going back to your youth question, no, first of all, no one before sixth grade should shoot a three-pointer. It won't happen, but they shouldn't because right. uh, right. they're not mm-hmm. strong enough. And then they should be playing all man. They should be running like a continuity offense. something that you like read and react something. Um, You know, don't let, don't let these dads or whoever we can, we can talk about it, but don't let these dads run two, three zones when they're in fifth grade. Um, Right. You know, (laughs) you know, so what I'm saying is if you're doing a really good job in the youth stuff, then teaching them a, a three, two or a two, three or a trapping zone, you probably would not run a one, three, one if you're not big. Um, but something where you can protect the rim, you can rebound, you can make people shoot the ball, um, and okay. you can run them off. Because you can run a pack, you can run a, a matchup zone that looks. I mean, we've run matchup zones and people think we're playing man and we're running in a zone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can talk about some of those tweaks uh, once we get to that point. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think you're, you know, play man do man initially do man how many how many teams you have in your would you have in the program three or two
1: two um two
2: just far as seen jv so they would be you know i would say you know the first month you're running man you're working on man you're maybe trapping out of it and then you can add a layer of okay we're getting killed on the board so we're not doing this we got to run some zone um yeah you know, maybe – and another an easy way to transition into zone and teach some of the drops is to do it on out-of-bounds plays. Um yeah. You know, we're going to zone out-of-bounds plays, guys, and here's how we're going to do it. You know, here's their out-of-bounds plays. It's an easy transition. It's 10 to 12 possessions. It really doesn't kill you. Um, mm. it You know, and how do you break practice down? Uh, this intrigues me. I always ask coaches how they break the practice down.
1: So like, um, I always – uh, you mean like as in a plan and everything? Yeah.
2: Let's plan? say you're pra- let's say you're practicing the second week in November. How do you break I, that down?
1: Every everything's mapped out. I mean, I probably do no more than eight eight to ten minutes on every little breakdown drill we do. So okay. Um, and how much
2: breakdown drill? Because I've been doing reading in this. How much breakdown drill stuff do you do, and how much five on five stuff do you do?
1: Uh, you we usually I build up, so I will start like I do like three on three. Uh, I do three on three closeouts into the shell. Into like, so shell, nobody's moving quickly, yep. Moving. then we go like the shell to like a, I do like a dribble drive straight into almost like transition. Like, yep. so okay, we're gonna start this now and then we're gonna go down three possessions, five on five and then stop and talk what, what just happened. Yep.
2: So I think many, I was just talking to a, um, a junior college coach the other day and I think those mini little tweaks, those like three minute little mini prep where they just go. And then we stop is really good. I think that that that's something we've been doing recently. And I think it seems to help. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, as the season goes on, I would do less drill stuff and more situation, more breakdown, more like, um, you know, how are we going to how are we going to handle down two with two minutes to go? How what kind of let's work on our out of bounds plays. Um, let's work on our side sets. Let's work on our specials, whatever you call them um mm-hmm. as a, you know and you've done this before but I think that's really important to to kind of transition I think drills are over pounded at times like maybe we need to work on our two three zone maybe we need right. to work on our you know last second play kind of thing I think those are, no, are
1: important yeah I agree I mean that biggest goal with anything is to stay competitive Um, at all times
2: yeah and you're young enough you probably every drill should be something some sort of competitive thing like crazy
1: yeah i that's that's what i tell them i mean like all these little drills i mentioned like it's always this we're, we're not ending this drill until someone scores and if you know the defense doesn't get the rebound after the basket i want the offense to keep going it's a right little, right a little much but i'm trying to get them to have that compete a lot of these kids don't they're so nice that they don't well competitive. I, I
2: one of my one of my starters for next year said this in the weight room and like i was either on thursday or friday this week it was crazy um said we we, we were talking about aau and he goes we play so many games none of the games mean anything coach it's like yeah. oh yes yes out of the mouth of babes comes the truth yes it's like there's no like sense of urgency because they play all these games like right right um it just it it drives me bonkers all right what what so let's let's talk about what our takeaway on this so the next time we talk so what what's the take what are you taking away from this that you can move forward and then the next time we talk
1: uh i need to slow down a little bit in a sense because i need to get the job yep (laughs) I need to, um, this summer, I really need to spend time developing relationships with the guys since I can only do so much. Yeah. Uh, let them know I'm committed to them. I'm there for them uh, to get them better. Um, and then come fall, I guess, you know, I'd be looking more. I think I would flip, like you made those four steps. That's my big takeaway. I think, I think flip
2: you flip four and three. I think so too.
1: Um, just because I think three is going to be quick for me whereas four and four is i think in the end probably going to be the most important piece going forward for the program
2: yep if we're talking like the 10-year plan four is number one absolutely this is Um, is a
1: 10-year plan absolutely i mean we're, we're our district we're losing a lot of kids they're leaving school choice we've had some issues in the in the school system with just like a lot getting a bad rap. So it's really going to be trying to rebuild that more than anything else.
2: Right. I think so too. I think that, I think that's a great, yes. And that's where I think you do that with, you know, you find a couple parents, you find a couple kids that are super excited about it. You know, ball boys at your games, all that kind of stuff. They can just, you know, this is, this is the way we want to build this community basically. Um, okay. Perfect. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll follow, I'll, we'll follow up in and I'll follow up and you, you first of all, you're going to let me know when you get the job and then yeah. we'll follow up after that. And then we can come up with some other plans. How does that sound coach? That
1: sounds great. Okay. I wanted to wait till after, but I couldn't help myself.
2: Ah, that's all right. No <laughs> worries. No worries. All right. Thanks. I won't put it in the community until you get it. So as soon as all you right. get it, I'll put it <laughs> in the community. All right. See ya. I'll talk to you. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you liked us drawing back the curtain there and let you let, let, letting you look at one of our one-on-one calls on, at ttubes.com. One of the many reasons that you should join. Go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. Hopefully, prices haven't increased yet. Um, but go over and check it out and let me know if you have any questions. Have a great Wednesday.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.